0: Hang ten. Shaka bra. Bodacious. Yes. Tubular. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Infinite uh, In- Inherent Cast, <laughs> episode two, mm-hmm. uh, where we are going to read Inherent Vice. We we're, we're already to doing read. it. Uh, it's happening.
1: You can't stop it.
0: Uh, long-term listeners of the show might uh, r- recall, uh, off-mentioned that when we were reading uh Infinite jest, we yeah. would often have tennis highlights on um, on mute in the background.: Sure enough. I've decided that for inherent uh vice, our background will be uh surf competition highlights. <laughs> um, and seeing as we just got back from Manhattan Beach today, which is uh the nominal setting of this book
1: where where Pinchon lived for a time as uh, well
0: it's it's fitting. All right. Should we get in for today?
1: Let's get let's get into it. Uh, get any into it. anything else to to attend to? Any uh,
0: uh, housekeeping? I don't think so. I
1: don't think so. Let's just hop yeah, right we're, in. We're at Manhattan Beach. No no preamble. All right, go. All right. So if you recall, uh, Doc, uh, someone knocked on the door, and it's Denis uh, uh, from down the hill. Yes. Here he is. All right. He says, so doc, I'm up on Dunecrest. You know, the drugstore there. And like, I noticed their sign drug store. Okay. <laughs> Walked past it a thousand times. Never really saw it. Drug store, man, far out. So I went in and And Steve was at the counter and I said like, ha, yes. Hi. I'd like some drugs, please. Oh, here, finish this up if you want. Thanks. All at all addledoos just burned my lip. Dinas had by now drifted into the kitchen and started looking through the fridge. You're hungry, Dinas? Really? Hey, Lake Godzilla always says to Mothra, why don't we go eat someplace? (laughs) They walked up to Dunecrest and turned left into the honky-tonk part of town. Pipeline Pizza was jumping, the smoke so thick inside you couldn't see from one end of the bar to the other. The jukebox, audible all the way to El Porto and beyond, was playing Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Dinas threaded his way back to the kitchen to see about a pizza, and Doc watched Ensenada Slim working one of the Gottlieb machines in the corner. Slim owned and operated a head shop just up the street called the Screaming Ultraviolet Brain and was a sort of village elder around here. After he'd won a dozen free games, he took a break, saw Doc, and nodded. Buy you a beer, Slim? Was that Shasta's car I saw down on the drive, that big old ragtop? She stuck her head in for a couple minutes, Doc said. Kind of weird seeing her again. Always figured when I did, it'd be on the tube, not in person. Really? Sometimes I think I see her at the edge of the screen, but it's always some lookalike, and never as easy on the eyes, of course. Sad but true, as Dion always says. At Playa Vista High, Shasta made class beauty in the yearbook four years running. Always got to be the ingenue in school plays. Fantasized, like everybody else, about getting into the movies and soon as she could manage it was up, uh, off up the freeway looking for some low-rent living space in Hollywood. Doc, aside from being just about the only doper she knew who didn't use heroin, which freed up a lot of time for both of them, had <laughs> never figured out what else she might have seen in him. Not that they were even together that long. Soon enough, she was answering casting calls and getting some theater work on stage and off, and Doc was into his own apprenticeship as a skip tracer, and each... Gradually locating a different karmic thermal above the megalopolis had watched the other glide away into a different fate. Dinas came back with his pizza. I forget what I asked for on it. This happened at the pipeline every Tuesday or cheap pizza night when any size pizza with anything on it cost a flat dollar thirty-five. Dinas now sat watching this one intently like it was about to do something. That's a papaya chunk, slim guest. And these, are these pork rinds? <laughs> papaya
0: and chicharron pizza.
1: <laughs> and boysenberry yogurt on pizza, Dinas? Frankly, ew. It was sort of ledge used to work in Doc's office before her boyfriend Spike came back from Vietnam and she decided love was more important than a day job, or that's how Doc thought she remembered her explain- he remembered her explaining it. Her gifts were elsewhere in any case. She was in touch with invisible forces and could diagnose and solve all manner of problems, emotional and physical, which she did mostly for free, but in some cases accepted weed or acid in lieu of cash. She had never been wrong that Doc knew about. At the moment, she was examining his hair, and as usual, he had a spasm of defensive panic. Finally, with an energetic nod, better do something about that. Again? Can't say it often enough. Change your hair, change your life. (laughs) What do you recommend? Up to you. Follow your intuition. Would you mind, Dina's, actually, if I just took this piece of tofu? That's a marshmallow, Dina said. (laughs) Back at his place again, Doc rolled a number, put on a late movie, found an old t-shirt and sat tearing it up into short strips about a half inch wide till he had a pile of maybe a hundred of these Then went in the shower for a while with his hair still wet, took narrow lengths of it and rolled each one around a strip of t-shirt, tying it in place with an overhand knot, repeating the Southern plantation style all over his head. And then after maybe half an hour with a hairdryer during which he may or may not have fallen asleep, untying the knots again and brushing it all out upside down into what seemed to him, a fairly presentable foot-and-a-half diameter white guy afro.
0: (laughs) Inserting his head
1: carefully into a liquor store carton to preserve the shape, Doc lay down on the couch, and this time really did fall asleep, and toward dawn, he dreamed about Shasta. It wasn't that they were fucking exactly, but it was something like that. They had both flown from their other lives, the way you tend to fly in early morning dreams, to rendezvous at a strange motel, which seemed to also be a hair salon. She kept insisting she loved some guy whose name she never mentioned, though when Doc finally woke up, he figured she must have been talking about Mickey Wolfman. No point sleeping anymore. He stumbled up the hill to Wavos and had... Bra- <laughs> is that is that like phonetic it w- spelled eggs? spelled like W-A-V-O-S, but it's clearly Wayvos. Wayvos. referencing the kind of thing you might have Ranchero style. <laughs> Wavos. He stumbled up the hill to Wavos and had... Bra- <laughs> sorry breakfast <laughs> with the hardcore surfers who were always there flacco the bad came over <laughs> hey uh Pinchon slays a name he's he, there is not a single name in a book that uh, he does not
0: wacko the bad
1: flacco the bad flacco
0: the bad i mean so far this book is delivering on one thing that i uh very much appreciate, and we the two of us are experiencing more and more, which is California style uh, eateries.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> just There's like
0: rolling in like a like a pizza bar, and a pi- like a Mexican style diner called huevos
1: Hey, we've already experienced, um you know, uh, like a, a Mexican place that had a poster on the wall that was like, "Try our new chilaquiles torta." Yes, and it really was just a pile of wet spicy chips on the oh, bottom. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> A lot of things start to make sense when you combine, you know, Mexican yes. culture and marijuana. Yes. that That's something that you would want to eat then.
0: A chilaquila sandwich, yes. It was good. It was good.
1: It, it had little cubes of cheese <sighs> it in was,
0: it. It was conceptually good. I don't think I will be coming back to it. No, but I feel good that <laughs> we tried I'm glad that it. we got it once, yes.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Black of the bad came over. Hey, man, that cop was around looking for you again. What's that on your head? Cop? When was this? Last night, he was at your place, but you were out. Detective from Downtown Homicide in a really dinged up El Camino. The one with the 396? That was Bigfoot Bjornson. Why didn't he just kick my door down like he usually does? He might have been thinking about it, but I said something like, tomorrow was another day, which would be <laughs> today, right? Not if I can help it. Doc's office was located near the airport off East Imperial. He shared the place with a Dr. Buddy Tube side, whose practice... <laughs> <laughs> consisted largely of injecting people with vitamin B12, a euphemism for the physician's own blend of amphetamines. Today, early as it was, Doc still had to edge his way past a line of B12-deficient customers, which already stretched back to the park parking lot. Beachtown housewives of a certain melancholy index, <laughs> actors with casting calls to show up at, deeply tanned geezers looking ahead to an active day of schmoozing in the sun, steward eye just in off some high-stress red eye, even a few legit cases of pernicious anemia or vegetarian pregnancy, all all shuffling along, half asleep, chain-smoking, talking to themselves, sliding one by one into the lobby of the little cinder block building through a turnstile next to which, holding a clipboard and checking them in, stood Petunia Leeway, a stunner in a starched cap, (laughs) And a micro-length medical outfit, not so much an actual nurse uniform as a lascivious commentary on one, which Dr. Tubeside claimed to have bought a truckload of from Fredericks of Hollywood in a variety of fashion pastels, today's being aqua at close to wholesale.
0: Was that all one sentence? That sure is. Uh, I would love a 1970s style B12 injection.
1: Oh God, give it to me right in the butt. Right, get get me get me that stuff that makes uh, the Mad Men guys think of uh, think of, <laughs> of ads. Yes, the Don bend, getting bend so cranked the- that he's like, we we know there was a soup ad from 1953. Go to the archives and yes. get it.
0: Why well, uh, bend me over the doctor's knee and just uh, and stick it stick it right in my ass? Just once. Just once. For old time's sake. Uh, I, I, I could see myself being a r- uh, regular of this, of Dr. <laughs> Tube's side.
1: <laughs> Morning, Doc. Petunia managed to put a lounge singer lilt onto <laughs> it, the vocal equivalent of batting mink eyelashes at him. Love your fro. Howdy, Petunia. Still married to what's-his-name? Oh, Doc. On first signing the lease, the two tenants, like bunkmates at summer camp, had tossed a coin for who'd get the upstairs suite, and Doc had lost, or as he'd like to think of it, won. The (laughs) sign on his door read, LSD Investigations. LSD, as he explained when people asked, which was not often, standing for Location Surveillance Detection. (laughs) Beneath this was a rendering of a giant bloodshot eyeball in the psychedelic favorites green and magenta, the detailing of whose literally thousands of frenzied capillaries had been subcontracted out to a commune of speed freaks who had long since migrated up to Sonoma. Potential clients had been known to spend hours gazing at the ocular maze work, often forgetting what they'd come here for. A visitor was here already, in fact, waiting for Doc. What made him unusual was he was a black guy. To be sure, black folks were occasionally spotted west of the Harbor Freeway, but to see one this far out of the usual range, practically by the ocean, was pretty rare. Last time anybody could remember a black motorist in Gordita Beach, for example, anxious calls for backup went out on all the police bands a small task force of cop vehicles assembled, and roadblocks were set up all along Pacific Coast Highway. (laughs) An old gordita reflex dating back to shortly after the Second World War when a black family had actually tried to move into town and the citizens, with helpful advice from the Ku Klux Klan, had burned the place to the ground and then, as if some ancient curse had come into effect, refused to allow another house ever to be built on the site. The lot stood empty until the town finally confiscated it and turned it into a park where the youth of Gordita Beach, by the laws of karmic adjustment, were soon gathering at night to drink, dope, and fuck, depressing their parents, though not property values particularly. (laughs) Say, Doc greeted his visitor, what it is, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind that shit, replied the black guy, introducing himself as Tariq Khalil and staring for a while under different circumstances offensively at Doc's afro. Well, come on in. In Doc's office were a pair of high-backed banquettes covered in padded fuchsia plastic, facing each other across a four-mica table in a pleasant tropical green. This was, in fact, a modular coffee shop booth. Oh, did, was this in? Was this in the set design? I don't. I
0: remember the from the movie him just having just like a, a regular doctor's desk. office.
1: Uh, that's a set deck fail. Yes, uh, you got to get that booth in there. This is how I would totally have a uh, coffee shop booth. Is my favorite thing ever. Yes. Uh, Doc had scavenged from a (laughs) renovation in Hawthorne. He waved Tariq into one of the seats and sat down across from him. It was cozy. The tabletop between them was littered uh, with phone books, pencils, 3 by 5 index cards, boxed and loose, roadmaps, cigarette ashes, a transistor radio, roach clips, coffee cups and an Olivetti Latera 22 into which Doc, mumbling just start a ticket on this inserted a sheet of paper which appeared to have been used repeatedly for some strange compulsive origami (laughs) Tariq watched skeptically secretary's off today something like that but I'll take some notes here and it'll all get typed up later (laughs) okay so there's this guy I was in the joint with, white guy Aryan bro, as a matter of fact. We did some business. Now we're both out. He still owes me. I mean, it's a lot of money. I can't give you details. I swore an oath I wouldn't tell. How about just his name? Glenn Sherlock. Sometimes the way somebody says a name, you get a vibration. Tariq was talking like a man whose heart had been broken. You know where he's staying now? Only who he works for. He's a bodyguard for a builder named Wolfman. Doc had a moment of faint-headedness, drug-induced, no doubt. He came out of it on paranoia alert. Not enough, he hoped, for Tariq to notice. He pretended to study the ticket he was making out. If you don't mind my asking, Mr. Khalil, how did you hear about this agency? Sledge Poteet? Wow, blast (laughs) from the past. Said you helped him out of a situation back in 67. First time I ever got shot at. You guys know each other from the place? They were teaching us both how to cook. Sledge still has about maybe a year more in there. I remember him when he couldn't boil water. Should see him now. He can boil tap water, Arrowhead Springs water, club soda, Perrier, you name it. He the boiler man. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't mind an obvious question, you know where Glenn Sherlock works now. Why not just go over there and look him up directly? Why hire some go-between? Because this Wolfman is surrounded day and night with some Aryan Brotherhood army, and outside of Glen, I had never encountered cordial relations with those Nazi ass motherfuckers. Oh, so send some white guy in to get his head hammered. <laughs> more or less, I would have preferred somebody a little more convincing. What I lack in altitude, Doc explained for the million or so time in his career, I make up for in attitude. Okay. That's possible. I've seen that on the yard now and then. (laughs) When you were inside, were you in a gang? Black gorilla family. George Jackson's outfit. And you say you did business with who now? The Aryan Brotherhood? We found we shared many of the same opinions about the U.S. government. Mmm, that racial harmony. I can dig it. Tariq was looking at Doc with a peculiar intensity, and his eyes had grown yellow and pointed. There's something else, Doc guessed. My old street gang, Artesia Crips. When I got out of Chino, I went looking for some of them and found it ain't just them gone, but the turf itself. Far out. What do you mean, gone? Not there. Grind it up into little pieces. Seagulls all picking at it. Figure I must be tripping. Drive around for a while. Come back. Everything's still gone. Uh Uh-huh. Doc typed, not hallucinating. (laughs) Nobody and nothing. Ghost town. Except for this big sign. Coming soon on this site. Houses for peckerwood prices, shopping malls, some shit. Guess who the builder on it? Wolfman again. That's it. On the wall, Doc had a map of the region. Show me. The area Tariq pointed to looked to be a fairly straight shot from here eastward down Artesia Boulevard, and Doc realized after a minute and a half of map reading that it had to be the site of Channel View Estates. He pretended to run an ethnicity scan on Tariq. You're like, what again, Japanese? Uh, how long you been doing this? Looks closer to Gardena than Compton's, all I'm saying. WW2, said Tariq. Before the war, a lot of the South Central was still a Japanese neighborhood. Those people got sent to camps. We come on in to be the next Japs. And now it's your turn to get moved along. More white man's revenge. Freeway up by the airport wasn't enough. Revenge for Watts. The riots. Some of us say insurrection. The man, he just waits for his moment. Long, sad history of L.A. land use, as Aunt Reet never tired of pointing out. Mexican families bounced out of Chavez Ravine to build Dodger Stadium. American Indians swept out of Bunker Hill for the music center. Tariq's neighborhood bulldozed aside for Channel View Estates. If I can get a hold of your prison buddy, will he honor his debt to you? I can't tell you what it is. No need. Oh, and the other thing is, I can't give you nothing in front. Groovy with that. <laughs> Sledge was right. You are one crazy white motherfucker. How can you tell? I counted. All right, that was chapter 1. That Keep was ri- chapter 1. Keep riding a little bit. What's yeah, our time? Yeah, we're
0: at like seven, eighteen 18 minutes, so we can go a little further. Uh is Doc a crazy ass white boy?
1: He's a he's a crazy is he quirk is he a quirked up white boy?
0: We'll we'll get to that. we'll see. Okay. I, uh, jury's still out. He is uh, in so far in this book he is not uh he is not displayed the qualities of being truly crazy ass or maybe even quirked up.
1: We'll we'll see.
0: Maybe making the afro.
1: Yeah. Doc took the freeway out. The eastbound lanes teamed with VW buses and jittering paisleys, primer-coated street hemis, woodies of authentic Dearborn pine, (laughs) TV star piloted Porsches, Cadillacs carrying dentists to extramarital trysts, windowless (laughs) vans with lurid teen dramas in progress inside, pickups with mattresses full of country cousins from the San Joaquin, All wheeling down together, down, uh, all wheeling along together, down into these great horizonless fields of housing under the power transmission lines. Everybody's radios lazing on the same couple of AM stations under a sky like watered milk, and the (laughs) white bombardment of a, a sun smogged into only a smear of probability out in whose light you begin to wonder if anything you'd call psychedelic could ever happen, or if, bummer, all this time it had really been going on up north. Beginning on Artesia, Signs directed, to, signs directed Doc to Channel View Estates, a Michael Wolfman concept. There were the expected local couples who couldn't wait to have a look at the next uh, uh, oppos, O-P-P-O-S, as uh, Aunt Reet tended to call most tract houses of her acquaintance. Now and then, at the edges of the windshield, Doc spotted black pedestrians, bewildered as Tariq must have been, maybe also looking for the old neighborhood, for rooms lived in day after day, solid as the axes of space, now taken away into commotion and ruin. The development stretched into the haze and the soft smell of the fog component of smog and of desert beneath the pavement, model units nearer the road, finished homes further in, and just visible beyond them, the skeletons of new construction expanding into the unincorporated wastes. Doc drove past the gate till he got to a patch of empty contractor hardpan with street signs already in, but the streets not yet paved. He parked at what would be the corner of Kaufman and Broad and walked back. Commanding filtered views of an all-but-neglected branch of the Dominguez Flood Control Channel, forgotten and uh, cut off by miles of fill, regrading trash of industrial ventures that had either won or failed, (laughs) these homes were more or less Spanish colonial with not necessarily load-bearing little balconies and red tile roofs, meant to suggest higher-priced towns like San Clemente or Santa Barbara, though so far there wasn't a shade tree in sight. Close to what would be the front gate of Channel View Estates, Doc found a makeshift mini plaza put there basically for the construction folks with a liquor store, a takeout sandwich place with a lunch counter, a beer bar where you could shoot pool uh, and a massage parlor called Chick Planet, in front of which he saw a row of carefully looked after motorcycles parked with military precision. This seemed the most likely place for him to find a cadre of badasses. Plus, if they were all here at the moment, then chances were Mickey was too. On the further assumption that the owners of these bikes were here for recreation and not waiting inside, drawn up in formation, prepared to kick Doc's ass, he breathed deeply, surrounded himself with a white light and stepped in the front door. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jade. A bubbly young Asian lady in a turquoise chong saw handed him a laminated menu of services. And please take note of today's Pussy Eater special, which is good all day till closing time. (laughs) Mm, not that fourteen ninety five ain't a totally groovy price, but I'm really trying to locate this guy who works for mister Wolfman. Far out. Does he eat pussy? <laughs> well, Jade, you know better than me, a fella named Glenn? Oh sure, Glenn comes in here, they all do. You got a cigarette for me? He tapped her out an unfiltered cool. Ooh, lock up style. Not much eating pussy in there, huh? Glenn and I were both in Chino around the same time. Have you seen him today? Till about one minute ago, when everybody suddenly split. Is there something weird going on? Are you a cop? Let's see. Doc inspected his feet. Nah, wrong shoes. <laughs> Reason I ask is if you were, uh, if is if you were a cop, you'd be entitled to a free preview of our Pussy Eater Special. How about a licensed PI? Would that? <laughs> hey, Bambi. Out through, hey Barbie, uh, out through the <laughs> out through the bead curtains, as if on a timeout from a beach volleyball game, strode this blonde in a turquoise and orange day glow bikini. Oh boy, Doc said. Where do we? Not you, bong brain. Bambi muttered. Jade bong was already brain. Jade was already <laughs> reaching for that bikini. Oh, he said. Huh. See, is what I thought is here where it says pussy eater special. Is what that means. Is that. Well, neither girl seemed to be paying him much attention anymore, though out of politeness, Doc thought he should keep watching for a while till finally they dis- disappeared down behind the reception desk and he wandered away, figuring to have a look around. <laughs> out into the hallway from someplace ahead seeped indigo light and frequencies even darker, along with string-heavy music from half a generation ago from LPs compiled to accompany bachelor pad fucking. Nobody was around. It felt like maybe there had been till Doc showed up. The place was also turning out to be bigger inside than out. There were blacklight suites with fluorescent rock-and-roll posters and mirrored ceilings and vibrating waterbeds. Strobe lights blinked, incense cones sent ribbons of musk-scented smoke ceilingward, and carpeting of artificial angora shag in a variety of tones, including oxblood and teal, (laughs) not always limited to floor surfaces, beckoned alluringly. As he neared the back of the establishment... Doc began to hear a lot of screaming from outside, along with a massed thundering of Harleys. Uh Uh-oh, what's this? He didn't find out. Maybe it was all the exotic sensory input that caused Doc about then to swoon abruptly and lose an unknown amount of his day. Perhaps striking some ordinary object on the way down accounted for the painful lump he found on his head when at length he awoke. Faster, anyhow, than the staff on Medical Center can say subdural hematoma— Doc dug how the unhip Muzak was silent, plus no jade, no Bambi, and he was lying on the cement floor of a space he didn't recognize, though the same could not be said for what he now ID'd far overhead, like a bad luck planted in today's horoscope, as the evilly twinkling face of Detective Lieutenant Bigfoot Bjornson, LAPD.
0: Should we call, call yeah, that there? There's
1: a there's a page break, a line break. Yeah.
0: Uh, Bigfoot Bjornson.
1: Bigfoot Bjornson.
0: Um, it's all about land use, Molly.
1: Oh, ain't that the truth? Have you ever seen Chinatown? <sighs> no.
0: That's all about land use. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Forget it, Josh. It's Chinatown. Jake. Yeah. I'm <laughs> forget it, Josh. <laughs> I'm Joshing it. It's historic
0: Filipino town.
1: <laughs> it's what? It's a forget-, <laughs> forget forget it, Josh. Josh. It's. <laughs> just, <laughs>
0: it's historic Filipino town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, why don't why is why why is it historic Filipino town? And, Would,
0: no, well, and not historic Chinatown?
1: Yeah, or or Koreatown? Or I don't know. Uh, maybe,
0: maybe it is, and we just haven't seen it. Uh, well, maybe the Filipino community lobbied to make it his, uh, to make it officially historic Filipino town.
1: All towns are historic, I guess. How old does a town need to be for it to become historic? It's a great question. I don't know. 20 years? Uh, 20 30s, years? One 30. generation, perhaps? One generation. New, new babies need to be born? Yes. Something like that? Uh, it's funny because I am from Vermont, mm-hmm. uh, the fourth, 14th state, uh, uh, 14th colony, rather. Um, we didn't make it in the, the OG 13, uh, I believe because we had delusions of being our own thing. Republic, yes. Uh, but the East Coast is very old. Of course... You know, land acknowledgement. This whole damn country is pretty old. Yes, there's a lot of people who've been here longer than us Europeans. Uh, but it's you know, you you just walk around in Vermont, and there will be like an old stone fence. Yes, that's been there for like 300 years. And then California, you can just like build a whole new town. Yes, and it's only existed since like 1950. Yes, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's just, it's in, it's interesting. That's all.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, well, then the, the other funny thing of like how I feel and I think a lot of Americans feel like very, ah, oh, gee shucks when you go to Europe and you're like, this village has been here like two, like 1500 years.
1: Yeah. This base, this place has been like bombed and rebuilt several times. Yes. That, that, yeah, that's the other thing is that America, you know, we went through some there, shit.
0: There were people living here when they called themselves Gauls. <laughs>
1: the Gauls. V- got various goths. Yeah, goths. Austra, the visit, Austra Austra goths, visit, the visit goths, Yes. Etcetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh we there's a joke in there about like going to a goth club and being like, well, which kind are you? Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Uh you know, stuff in here, uh referencing, you know, internment camps for the Japanese yes. World War Two, uh Watts riots, all kinds all kinds of shit going down. I in mean California. My- my thought on this insurrection, excuse book, me, The Watts insurrection, the yeah. Watts
0: insurrection, or like this is what I know of the story is that it's very much about the hangover of the sixties. Yeah. You know,
1: is this supposed to be 70 or 71, 70 or 71?
0: Yeah. Like that. Yeah.
1: I just read, uh, uh, a book, which I now realize is a great companion, uh, to this, which is, um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. I had never read, I'd never read it before. I'd only seen the movie. Uh, and it's, a. Uh, you know the dream of the '60s. You toward the end of the book, uh, Hunter S. Thompson is basically talking about how, you know, the mind-expanding drugs like mm-hmm. LSD, mushrooms, uh, peyote, yes. uh, psychedelics of that nature. Uh, they they went they went nowhere, and then it, all it became was just speed and heroin. Yeah. That instead of uh, opening your mind, it was all about numbing Obl- your obliterating mind, obliterating it, obliterating yes. it. And that I think that's what this book is a little bit too is that. Uh, you know, dar- darker, dar- darker frequencies, as a said, are, are coming. Yes, um, and perhaps we're we're always there. Yes, waiting.
0: Um, and I think that you know, it's California. It's it's telling that you know San Francisco was the ground zero of the hippies, but that same uh move that same seed also birthed the Reaganism of the eighties, you know yeah, that california st-
1: well and Ni- nixon is a yeah, is Nixon's a, a son of california yes. California has a lot to do with uh the mm-hmm. yeah the na- the national vibes in a way yeah,
0: yeah, it is interesting that that in the latter half of the 20, 20 uh first century that we got two California presidents like basically back to back,
1: yeah. What, what what was in the water and now we have kamala harris my life a movie yeah it's true who could who could become who knows what's but going to happen kamala harris does not
0: give california vibes to me
1: <laughs> she gives she gives neo she gives the neoliberal california I guess, vibes.
0: yeah i guess i don't know where, I, where she seems like she should be from, from. massachusetts
1: <laughs>
0: i she's don't know so, she's so square
1: but I mean, the jokes about Kamala Harris are that she always seems like she's on something. It is true. Uh, she she's as dippy as some of these characters in this book in You're a way. Right. Uh, would you eat pizza with um, marshmallows? Uh, marshmallows, uh, pork rinds, bo- boysenberry yogurt. And
0: yogurt is the big is the big uh, no no sounds, sell for that me. That sounds like
1: gentrifier pizza. Honestly, yes. <laughs> it's, That sounds like something that you that would Papaya be on the menu. Papaya and pork rinds. Yeah. Hey, that's kind of like you, a Hawaiian, Hawaiian pizza. I guess. I Pineapple would, and yeah, ham. Yeah, you know what? Pineapple, ham. Papaya, they, it lost horser- me at the yogurt, yeah. for
0: sure. Boysenberry yogurt does sound good, though. i yeah. go for a big bowl of it.
1: Okay, here's the question that you don't have to answer. Where was the nexus of um, of pizza in America? Where, where did... Pizza spring from because I'm mostly you, thinking of the words California pizza kitchen. <laughs> is that California like they think they can do pizza, yeah. and I don't think that is I've necessarily looked this true. Up
0: before. I believe that the first references to pizza were in New York mm-hmm. in the 40s and 50s when the moon hits your eye. When they were like, In New York, a moon has hit your eye.
1: It's just, I, it you know, if you think of grabbing a slice, it works for the stoner surfer lifestyle, you know, you grab yes. a slice after you leave the beach, but. It more it more works for the New York lifestyle where you're just you know constantly running around like a little rat.
0: Um, you're yes, and you're surrounded by more Italians.
1: So many Italians. Yes. Where, <laughs> where are the Italians in this town?
0: Uh, did you see that thing about Jamie Fox? Uh, saying that they killed Jesus Christ and being accused of anti-Semitism.
1: I did. Well, specifically by Jennifer Aniston. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, she had to make a statement about it.
1: I guess she li- like she liked the post, then, and, and she's like, I didn't like it. Out,
0: out, out for it, in the, but anyway, I was just joking, thinking to myself, I know that it is like an inescapable trope that whenever people say they killed Christ, they're talking about Jewish people. Uh-huh. But I thought it would be funny if if uh, he was like, No, 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 I wasn't talking about Jews. I was talking about Italians.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that. Uh, any, anything else to discuss? Uh, uh, we've got, uh, you know, so something, something has happened when the, the instant he is looking into, uh, this, uh, nefarious Wolfman situation. Uh, Oh, par- paranoia, which is a uh, intertextual with our last book. Yes. Am I paranoid? Am I paranoid? I'm paranoid, but am I paranoid enough? Yes. Uh, I, we, we've talked about this before. I feel blessedly free of paranoia most of the time. I've got other problems. Trust it me. It comes and
0: goes in waves for me.
1: Uh, it, yeah. There's I don't know. The, also, I feel like when I smoke too much pot, it's I paranoid is the wrong word. It's more just like I'm kind of like oh no, what what if it. Like, is that paranoia? What What if everything I think is good is actually not going good? Yeah, kind of. I mean, that's, that's more, more anxiety. Just anxiety. My
0: my paranoia m- more manifests, and maybe this is oversharing on a little podcast. Is that I feel like I sometimes get bouts of paranoia where I feel overexposed by just being somewhat semi-public. Yeah. In the you know through the various pods and mm-hmm. stuff, which you know I I. Uh, the the people who whoever is listening to this the co- the core group of chris and of of real deal chris and molly heads would probably will probably have a, the most reasonable takes on this but you know just through the the the, the kind of being out thereishness ishness of like chapo and stuff that you know sometimes i get late at night as i'm f- trying to fall yeah. asleep a pang of like am i am i too out there
1: <laughs> i mean i, I think Even though i've said were, this before private yeah. privacy is the la- yes. is going to be the last luxury there is yeah uh so you know what i've had this feeling not so much you know obviously uh Ch- chapo is what it is but um i have i felt this about just using social media in general and mm-hmm. specifically anything that has photos yes also, yes, also social media because and, I, and stuff even like, though i don't even if,
0: like tweet that much or that personally but just like
1: if i take a look at what i've done uh, uh i'm like oh my god i can't like what but why is it anyone's business what what i'm doing why am i sharing this yes. like uh, you know we 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 should all know less about each other. I did something really stupid once where I was on Twitter and um someone had tweeted and said that they were um their girlfriend went to the Coachella where Beyonce performed um, and did Ecstasy and basically had a religious experience and broke up with him uh-huh. uh, because she, like, realized about his life. And my dumb ass was like... I, I, tw- I responded to the tweet. I didn't even know this person. I was like, as someone who was also on Ecstasy at the Beachella concert, it was a religious experience. So, like, don't feel bad. It's not anything personal, I'm just verifying it yeah. for you. And it got like 6,000 likes or 7,000 likes. And then I was like, what am I doing admitting to using ske- like a scheduled drug online? Mm-hmm. Do I ever want a real job ever again? Uh, but I don't know. There's it's the e- it's ego, right? You want, you want to be <laughs> yes, seen, you also, want people to yeah. see you and then you regret it.
0: It's true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that it's that, that classic, uh, most cliche thing of being like, the, the joy of being loved with the pain of being known
1: yeah just on a, a much weirder yeah scale. On a much weirder timeline you hit you hit the dopamine yeah. button and then you're like then the dopamine goes away and you're like what the fuck did I just do I mean
0: I it's much more of a fantasy to just hit, be living in a little bungalow in Manhattan Beach and have your little stoner community and just roll into the pizza joint and know at least three people there yeah at any given time
1: but then if you know if you know two if you know people that's one thing but when those people know each other then that's a I'm, the other thing I'm thinking of in terms of paranoia and you know in the in the docs portello lifestyle of like multiple multiple paths converging is uh, there's been a couple scenarios recently where people i've met have had surprising connections to each other and all uh, it makes me think is like I, I don't think i'm an asshole but i'm just like i hope i'm treating everyone nicely because everyone knows each other and they could people could talk about things you yes. know what i mean people uh, do love to talk people uh it's like freaking let's sewing. give them something to talk about when you when you chaps get together you're worse than a freaking a sewing, sewing circle. circle i don't know yeah. anyway it's it's easy to look at life and be like oh my god it's all everything's connected and i'm not in control and what the hell is going on yeah and especially if you smoke too much weed yes uh like doc here anyway should we watch friday Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to. We want to watch that tonight? Yeah. Sure.
0: Maybe. What else are we going to do? N- nothing. <laughs> Great. Let's Righteous mi-
1: Gemstones is over. Yeah, it's over. Wow. It's a void. A Sunday night void. A Sunday night void. We, it was the idol before that. Yes. Uh, It was the suck.
0: The suck session.
1: Session. HBO. I mean, here, I guess the strike is hitting them where it hurts, huh? Yes. In theory, you would have something in the can, though. Uh,
0: True Detective's coming back soon. Well, True Detective, Alaska Nights.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but do you th- do you think the True Detective they're just going to do another thing again where it's like something unsavory is happening?
0: Is there is there a secret society that's doing like black magic rituals? It's no, just it's just like, a crazy just, person, just
1: one pedophile again. Yes, uh, I don't know how how do you feel? I guess we're we'll get we'll get a little bit into the book in terms of like you know, psychedelic, uh, nefarious psychedelic, psychedelic imagery used for nefarious reasons. Yes. I guess you could think about it as the, that eye on his door as one of them. Yes. Uh, you know, thinking of like game of Thrones where the zombies, um, make those crazy like sculptures out of bodies. Yes. And the, the true detective season one where they did these things, the bird spiral. It, what's your take on all of that? Do you like when people (laughs) do you like, do you like when that's a thing? When like, yes, when, it, or you cro- I guess crop circles would be another example. Yes. Uh, sculpt, sinister sculpture. Yeah. Yes. Do, do you Stonehenge. like it? You dig it, Stuff man? Like that. Yeah, I, do, I dig it a lot. I don't know how I feel about it. Cairns, I like. Cairns? That's yeah, where you pile little yeah, rocks on Karen top of is. each other. I don't know. It's a, a, an ancient practice, I guess, is signaling things with the earth. Yes. I was,
0: I had a, a very young uh, in life fascination with uh, Stonehenge you did d- yeah which does seem like a uh have you gone yes i have oh,
1: jealous i would love to go to do they do raves there anymore i don't
0: think so is that but they do like celebrations at the solstices and stuff yeah when it like lines up but i don't think you know it's, it's the whole thing is all you know in like the 70s i think you just like walk up to it if you wanted to <laughs> uh now another thing that's crazy that's been there for like three thousand years true it in England, just like 3,000 years of, like, British people wandering around in a field and be like, oh, yes, this is, that's where the, the standing stones are.
1: The Standing stones. Yes. Stun- <laughs> what, was, what was Stonehenge supposed to be for, like, tracking the sun or something, like solstice? It lines
0: up. I mean, who knows what it's for. I assume that it, uh, you know, I assume the assumption is, like, religious significance, ceremonial significance, but, yeah, it lines up with, it's basically a giant astronomical clock. Okay.
1: God, we were it, like, really lines
0: up with solstices and stuff like that.
1: We're, we're God. We're, were there anyone, I guess, I guess it's impossible to be human and just vibe. You need to, you need to constantly be like asserting your own like intelligence on the yeah. land, you know?
0: Yeah. You got to do stuff. Uh, it's and... The kind of stuff that you do when you don't have TV. <laughs> it's, uh, but it is also crazy. Like the, the p- great pyramid was the t- tallest structure on earth. Mm-hmm. From the year th- like 3,000 BC. till when they built the Eiffel Tower,:
1: I don't think I don't think I realized that. In the, in the 1880s.: That must have been shocking to see that.: Yes. You know what's crazy? Have we talked about this? I feel like we talked about this when we went to London uh, several years ago now, that that people would just go to Egypt. And just take stuff. And just take stuff. What the fuck is wrong with people? There was, they were like, um, we were, this obelisk is now ours. There for There was reasons. a mummy
0: craze so strong in the la- latter half of the 19th century uh, because people thought that mummies were like medicinal and like ground up mummy powder. Did that we talk
1: about this in the pod before?
0: Maybe, but, but that like mummies
1: were- People like, were snort doing li- mummy
0: lines? Mummy lines. That mummies were so pilfered that there was a time when people would like, that they, they were so such a cheap commodity that people would throw th- mummies into like the furnaces of steam trains to burn them for fuel because there were just so many mummies laying around the people. had pilfered from uh, Egypt.
1: I just can't, it's, it's hard. It's truly hard to imagine the idea that like you felt a certain way as a nation that like someone else's shit. I mean, that, I, I know it sounds horribly naive, but yeah. I, I literally cannot conceive of it. That yeah. seems like a while Ireland wasn't doing that shit. That's all I'll say. Or did they, please don't tell me if Ireland has, uh, has pillaged uh, colonially. Did Ireland try? I mean, Ireland was, you know, the UK, blah blah blah. I yeah, don't
0: I don't think. Well, some.
1: I, I, I don't need to excuse myself for what think Ireland my general as a people nation have done.
0: were in the position to do that, but certainly Irish people uh, sure. went places, and yeah. uh, I'm sure that a, uh, I'm sure that something in Egypt has been desecrated by some Irish yes, person.
1: You're right. No, far be it for me to try to wash my hands of yes. uh, of uh, the generational guilt that that plagues me but it just I, it's un, it's inconceivable It's in, simply inconceivable well, if i went to egypt and saw something cool i would simply leave it there yeah, i would leave it there i would
0: be like it's they somebody probably put it here for a reason cool cool <laughs>
1: shit bro yes uh like yeah there there's was an obelisk and they took it to england and they yes. like put it in a boat and the boat almost sank and then several people lost their lives yes. trying to sa- save the boat from sinking people were drowning for the sake of an egyptian uh, mo- monolith megalith I don't know. Obelisk. Obelisk. Ob- obelisk? Yeah, it is. It's, obelisk is a beautiful
0: name for a boy. It is uh, a good name for a boy. Ob- it is It is insane that even still, like, you go into, like, the capitals of Europe and, like, in the middle of, like, a a town square there. It'll just be like, yes, and here is an Egyptian obelisk that we just took and put here, and now it is, like, it's part of it's, our, it's, the, the ah, yes, the
1: famous Parisian obelisk. Yeah.
0: Egyptian. Ugh. Give it back. Give it back. Uh,
1: I'm going to start a, start a campaign. Yeah. At this, at our big age, uh, as a world. Um, let's, let's do some, uh, artifact reparation. If,
0: if the nation of origin asks for a back, you should have to give it at yes. this point at this point.
1: Yeah. If they ask nicely.
0: All right. Should we make some frozen Indian food and watch Friday?
1: Yeah, baby. All right, let's do it. Thank okay. you for listening. It's been real. Yes. Um, uh, Pete, Peace out, groovy, groovy man. Stay groovy. Stay gro- stay groovy. All right, bye. Bye.